0: How do we know it's going to work out in the end? I think so often in life we get depleted. How do we know there's a happy ending? How do we know that life is not just going to be filled with pits and challenges? At the end of last week's parasha, Yosef is in a pit. And it seems like after 12 long years, there's no hope. When he asked the butler and the baker, remember me, they forgot about him. Two years later, the beginning of this week's parasha, they finally remember him. As, he, as para has a dream. I saw one beautiful thing from last week's parasha that I think really connects to the story is that when Yasef is thrown into the pit, it says he filled the first pit, the beginning of last week's parasha. It says that he was thrown into a pit that bar rake aimed by mine, that the pit was empty and there was no water in it. And Rashi says there actually was something in the pit. What do you mean it was empty and there was no water? there were snakes and scorpions. But Yisef was the one. So the question is, it just sounds like uh, we're going back and forth. Either the pit was completely empty and there was no water in the pit, or in the there was snakes and scorpions. Why doesn't Yisef, why doesn't the Torah even recognize the fact that it clearly wasn't empty and heard a beautiful idea? That what does it mean that it was empty and there was no water in it? It was Yisef. Yisef was the one that was saying, or rake a by mine Yosef, even in a pit seeing snakes and scorpions he was able to say at least there's no water because if there was water in the pit i would drown and i think that sentiment lies true at the beginning of this these parsha even when joseph is in a pit and even though yes he does put his faith in the butler that he will be able to emancipate him the torah tells us That Yosef in his whole life, he always had Hashem with him. He was an ishmatsliach. He was a person that embodied success. Even in a pit, even in a pit, even in prison for 12 years, you would think Yisaf had every reason. How could he be successful in a pit? What was he doing so successful in this pit of 12 years prison in Egypt? Yisaf was a successful person. His mindset was successful. And thus, even when you think the story ends, last week's Parsha, where there's no hope, the beginning of this week's Parsha, we start to see a complete turn of events. And all of a sudden, para has a dream. And it's a quite strange dream. It's a dream where there were seven fat cows and seven skinny cows. And the seven fat cows, seven skinny cows devour up the seven fat cows. And then para has another dream. There are seven skinny grains and seven fat grains. And the skinny eat the seven fat grains, and everyone comes to try and give their explanations. Either Para is going to have seven daughters, and they're going to die, but Para is clearly not feeling fulfilled by these answers. It doesn't seem like there's any clarity, and thus the butler remembers Yosef, and he calls Yosef. They bring him out of a pit, and he's literally coming out of a pit after twelve years. And what does the Torah tells us? Yaisif yes, tells him, I'm going to interpret your dream for you. There are seven, there's going to be seven years of plenty. And after the seven years of plenty, there's going to be seven years of famine. And so, you should be taking and start storing. Have storage houses for the seven years of plenty in order that when the seven years of famine come, there is going to be food. And Egypt will able to be the heart and soul of the entire world and the heart of the economy. The question is asked, whoever asks the question, what was so remarkable about Yosef's answer to what Power responds? You are going to be the ones, you going to be the Power the going to be with me. How does this happen? Yes, if it's a young man, maybe 30 years old by now, for 12 years, the age of 18. So he's a 30 year old man, he's a young guy, and he's been in prison for 12 years. He comes out of prison, he is cleaned up, he stands before the king, he interprets his dream. The dream says, You are the guy, you are going to be viceroy only to me, second in command of the entire Egypt, only answerable to me. And you're going to implement this economic plan that you presented. And it's a very strange story because it's like, how does this happen? If you think about it, Yosef was like, why is he, who does Yosef think he is offering advice to Pare. You would think that it's quite disrespectful. What was so revolutionary about Yesef's response? It seems clear. There's seven fat cows and seven skinny cows. It doesn't seem like an answer that would prompt the king of the world to give Yosef that that position. And the Trevor answers in such a beautiful, powerful way. There were other sorcerers that gave the same response. But Pari couldn't understand one thing. The fact that there were seven skinny cows and seven fat cows at the same time. It wasn't like there were seven skinny cows and then those seven skinny cows disappeared and there were seven fat cows. Or there were first seven fat cows and seven skinny cows. No. There were seven skinny cows and seven fat cows at the same time. And those seven skinny cows devoured the seven fat cows. In his advice to Parai was an interpretation of the dream. The interpretation of the dream is that right now during the seven fat cow years, at the same time, ensure that you are investing in the years that will come of the seven years. Yes, if in the times that was good, in the times that was plentiful, was able to see that right now. We need to invest in the future. I think when times are good, when things that my friend came up to me and asked me, she said, kind of, my life is going good. I'm worried. I'm worried it's going to go bad. But the truth is, if we invest and create beautiful patterns and create beautiful self-esteem and invest in our friendships and invest in the people that matter, even in the good times, in the good times, right now, Am is so united. I'm in Israel right now, and I was in Israel in the summer, and it was hard in the summer. I was in Tel Aviv every day. There were half There was such division. It was so terrible. It was so painful to watch Amisrael being so divided. And now we're so united. Now we so love each other, and every single street corner, and every single bus sign, and Every on the on the highways there are signs. Together we together the word be Together we will be victorious. And to think in the summer there was it was anything but there was anything but unification. There was complete disunity. The left and the right and the anger and the hatred and everyone saying this was worse when Yitzhak Rabin was assassinated. It was worse when a religious man killed Yitzhak Rabin. That right that the that the peace and the love and the connection in Israel was far from being united. And now every single doorpost, together, we will be united. The message is that right now, when we love each other, we have to invest in the fact that we love each other. We have to invest in the fact and try to take state and trying to actually try and understand the other. We need to take time and actually not just Okay, in a way of mysterious nefesh, we became united because we had no other choice, but is 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 that the way that it should be? That's the MO? That's the way that it should be, the status quo, that every time that life is hard, all of a sudden we love each other, we're united? No, we love each other, we're united. After this war, whenever we'll have a completely different opinion, what we should do with Gaza, what we should do with the territories, what's the future of Israel going to be? Are we going to be not united again when we're strong, when we've overcome? Are we going to be disconnected after? After that we're united and we overcome, then we're going to be divided when it comes to times that are good and strong, like the way they were before in the Sama, when it seemed like Hamas could never win over us, and we are so strong, and we have we haven't had a war for 50 years. No, the answer is that now, when we are so united, we need to take the time to not just do it in a way of Masersnafish. Oh, by the way, now we're united because we have no other choice because everyone hates us. We need to love each other, despite despite everything. We need to love each other in the good times. We need to love each other. We need to invest in the skinny years, in the fat years. We need to invest in the times that are good. And invest in our relationships and invest in ourselves. And invest it in, and make it real. Make it something that can actually withstand any single thing that happens to us. That's the beautiful, powerful message, and that's why Paro was so impressed. He was able to give an advice and an interpretation through the dream, not as a separate entity. Okay, so now I advise you. Now that there's, we know there's going to be skinny years and fat years. Yosef was saying, "No, your dream is telling me that in the skinny years, in the fat years." ensure to invest in the future because the skinny years and the fat years are side by side. When I'm Israel, in times of unity, when we actually don't take unity for granted and we actually invest in understanding each other in a very real way, in a very primuous way, in a way that when things will inevitably to not to be cynical, but everyone's going to have a different opinion when this war ends. What do we do with Gaza? What's the future of Israel look like? What's the, who's going to be extra What What's going to happen with Vivian Tanya? All these things that are going to come up in the future, obviously, the Shia will be here. Right now, we need to invest in really loving each other, really understanding the other, really understanding people that have different opinions, and loving them nonetheless, and understanding that there will always be, there will always be differences of opinion. doesn't mean we can't love and respect each other. Hardships are an inevitable inevitable part of God's. But if in the good times, we actually stop and we don't just ignore our family because business is going well, and we don't just ignore different things in our lives because I'm, I'm flying high, I'm doing good, I still invest in other people, I still invest in myself, even when things are good, even in the good times. It's inevitable that even when things become hard, those people will be there for you because you invested in them. Even when you you give to others in good times, inevitably when things are hard, those people will be there for you. And that's the story of Am Yisrael. We always need to invest in the good times. Good times is a time where we can actually have the emotional, mental space, the spiritual space to make Kaelin, to make vessels, to actually have positive results in life. And we shouldn't be afraid. We shouldn't be afraid that bad things are happening. Because when bad things sometimes do happen, we will have the strength because we have built those bridges. We get it. We know it. We know. We know inevitably that it will always work out okay. How do we know it'll always work out okay? Because we've invested, we've invested in ourselves, we've invested in Tara, we've invested in each other. And that's what Yosef's powerful response. And in his own life, he embodied it. He embodied that. Yes, it was in a pit for 12 years at the end of last week's passage. You would think, yes, it would be anything but suppressed. But the second he comes out, again, Matzliach, he's successful, just like he was Matzliach in the house of Par at 18 years old when he comes out of his first pit. And just like the minute he walks into the second pit, and just like he is successful, and all of a sudden now he's on top of the world. He's He's the most beautiful, incredible man of Egypt. To the fact that when his brothers come, they don't recognize him. They don't recognize him. They don't get him. They can't understand him because Yosef, they've changed. But Yosef's inconsistent in that sense. Yosef is an Ishmael in every single capacity of his life. He has a positive mindset and he knows it's going to be good no matter what. That when things are skinny, the skinny years of, of Egypt were actually the greatest economic strength that Egypt ever had because they were prepared for it because they had done the hard work in the fat years. So I bless us all with only fat years. And inevitably, sometimes when things are difficult, we have we have the tools and the ability and the caleb, the, the strength, the space, in order to withstand anything that comes our way. <inaudible> Together with the unity that we have, we will be united, not just now. We will be victorious, not just now. But obviously, the the end of the days, when the Shiach comes, inevitably, we will always be united. Um, we've got this. Omnysra.